Now, it's time for Live from Regina on the BC Lions Audio Network. Presented by Resurrection Spirits, East Vancouver's newest distillery featuring seasonal cocktails made with handcrafted spirits. Check them out on Franklin Street in East Van or at resurrectionspirits.ca. Live from Regina is also brought to you by JM Media, the BC Construction Safety Alliance, Justin Meyer Insurance, and by Delaney's OK Tire in Langley. Now, here are your hosts, Julio Caravada and Bob the Moj Marjanovich. It's the Moj, Bob Marjanovich, Julio Caravada coming to you from Regina, site of the big matchup on Sunday between the Toronto Argonauts and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Of course, we are here providing you all of the coverage of the big game. And again, a big thank you to Mark Woodall and the folks at Resurrection Spirits for being our title sponsor for all of this coverage. And Julio, a lot to get to in this episode, this hour, as we will hear from, well, a BC flavor when it comes to some of the participants in this game. We're going to hear from Adam Big Hill and Buck Pierce, of course, former players with the Lions, and now Buck, of course, the OC with the Bombers. Adam Big Hill, of course, their star middle linebacker. Speaking of former Lions, we're going to talk to Andrew Harrison a couple minutes' time. Of course, he started his career with the Lions before moving to Winnipeg. And now, of course, with the Argonauts and Farhan Lalji will also make an appearance. Uh, we've talked to Farhan's people. Uh, we've secured the uh, an appearance with Farhan here in a couple of minutes' time. But, you know, getting back to guys like Big Hill and Harrison, even Buck Pierce, all three of those guys in this game started their CFL yeah. careers as players with the Lions. I can still remember Rick Ball coming up to me and saying, hey, I was there too. Well, Training camp, yeah. yeah. We, you you got to go check out this kid down yeah. in inside run. He is hitting everything that moves. And we were just like, well, who are you talking about? That, there's, a, there's this kid. He's, he's, he's from central Washington. Um, and, you know, in, in, you know, being totally honest, like Adam was undersized, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, you know, he was just a guy that I think just was such a smart player, great instincts. You know how you you know how there's certain linebackers that just you know when you play against them they just have that instinct to know where the football was and that that's what he that, that's what he did and I mean he really he came out of nowhere um, and to make that team and then obviously what he did in his career you know speaks for itself but uh, his beginning uh, he, he, you know he he wasn't one of these prized well, possessions. Do you remember his break his coming out party? And we talked about this uh, on MoJohnSports.com. We interviewed Brent Johnson. Remember the night that Brent Johnson's wife went yes. into labor, and he and, and Adam Big Hill played rush end and right. lit it up. Yeah, right. And that was kind of like his yeah. coming out party because he just he played so well. And Brent kind of chuckled said he had to get back in the lineup because this guy played so big, well. He's going to play, but like he, you know. Man. But here's the thing about Adam Big Hill that I love: if you're going to go to the park and just pick teams, I would pick Adam Big Hill. And the reason I say that. Because he's one of those guys that could, you could put him anywhere. Yeah. I mean, even when you look at the Bombers and what they do with him, a lot of times he plays deep half, like well, as, yeah, he'll as play, a DB. He'll, yeah, he'll, right? he'll, he, he started doing that in BC because yeah. he has that kind of range. Yeah, right? so I mean, you. but he's a guy that you could probably hand the ball off to. Yeah. He could probably he's, be a quarterback. Well, maybe just, not quarterback. Maybe he, we're stretching it. But you get the idea. He's a player. He's a player. Yeah. That's exactly right. He just plays football. He's a little. He's got a little bit of old school in him, which is fantastic, and – I mean, I just got a lot of respect for him because I, I just l- love the journey that he's taken, and um, I just appreciate uh, you know all the hard work that he's put into it. And 
Um, now he's reaping the benefits, right? He, he's he's going to be one of the greatest linebackers that ever played in this league. All right, we will hear from Big Hill. We'll hear from Andrew Harris, Buck Pierce. Coming up next, though, Farhan Lalji as we continue our coverage from Regina. And, again, all of it brought to you by the good folks at Resurrection Spirits. All of this on the BC Lions Audio Network. Hey, it's Julio Caravada here. You've heard Moj and I talk about Resurrection Spirits in East Vancouver for the past two seasons. Now they want to treat you and all the great Lions fans. All you have to do is show up at Resurrection Spirits Tasting Room and say you heard about them from Moj or Julio, and your first cocktail is on the house. Some conditions will apply. And with the holidays just around the corner, make sure you book your Christmas party as soon as possible. Plus, they have a great variety of gift baskets for your clients and friends. For tasting room hours and more information, check them out at resurrectionspirits.ca. Score with the BC Lions and Johnson Meyer Insurance. Since 1973, there's only one name you need to know in BC to save money on all your insurance needs. Johnson Meyer. From phone quotes to online auto plan renewals, Johnson Meyer's convenient website has everything you'll need. They also have home, condo, business insurance, and yes, it's time to renew your travel policy too. Visit them at jmins.com or drop into one of their 45 offices today. Go Lions, go! Your business or startup is doing well, but you need more. More customers, more brand recognition, more engagement. You need JM Media. Digital, social, print, broadcast, even sports marketing and sponsorship. JM Media delivers custom, integrated marketing solutions that drive results and save you money. You focus on what you do best. Let JM Media take care of the rest. JM Media, making advertising easy. Get started today at jmmedia.ca. If you're a construction contractor in B.C., you're automatically a member of the B.C. Construction Safety Alliance. The B.C. CSA, representing all areas of industry, offers many programs and services at no cost to all construction contractors. With a mandate to promote and develop workplace safety and regulatory compliance, they offer a range of services for injury prevention and creating or enhancing a culture of safety. bccsa.ca, making safety simpler. Welcome back to our coverage of the big game from Regina this Sunday featuring the Toronto Argonauts and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. It's the Moach, Bob Marjanovic, along with Julio Caravetta. All of our coverage presented by Mark Woodall and the good folks at Resurrection Spirits. And, of course, this segment of Live from Regina presented by JM Media. Marketing a business can be challenging. Digital, social, radio, TV. JM Media makes all major advertising available at affordable rates. Check them out, jmmedia.ca. And the business, we say, a really good get, right? Like, you know, when you have a guy that, you know, it's a big-name guest, somebody they haven't had on. Farhan Lounge, really we, good guy. We, but we get him every week. You get you get me lots. I'm being facetious. <laughs> Julio, work with me. You know, I, we see Moj work Radio Row with the salmon and the cigars. Yeah. He's Today, still doing it. in order to get to Radio Row, yeah. Wit Enterprises had to print a sign that says Radio Row. Yeah, it's right. just you guys. Oh, it's it. not, not even it. printed. It's handwritten. See, oh, yeah. baby. <laughs> Nice. Radio Row. This is what we're calling this, this Radio, Radio Row. Radio. Right here. How much fun are you having? Oh, it's good. You know, a, a Grey Cup. Uh, Grey Cup week is always fun, and Grey Cup week in Saskatchewan is, you know, chicken soup for the CFL soul, right? Like, it matters here. Even when the home team's not in it, right? And you kind of – it's always better when the home team is in it, regardless of where you go. But it's it's awesome here. Like, you, you can feel the Grey Cup is here. Yeah, and it's just going to get warmed up, right? This is what – this is early stuff. Well, what, so. warm is a different – is probably not the right adjective. So – 
It's going to be cold. So, Farhan, of course, uh, you're always working stories in terms of the game, but you also work a lot of the insider stories with Dave Naylor. What are some of the things you're chasing this week here in Regina? Well, certainly on Monday, the beginning of the week, uh, or Tuesday, I should say, we, we learned that Nathan Rourke was going to begin tryouts uh, for the NFL. And I don't think any of us are surprised he was going through that process. I reported on that uh, last week or before the Calgary game, I should say. But... Um, the fact that it's happened so quick. I was going to say, you, you, it, it happened really quick, right? Like, Well, like, look, I, I thought it might wait a couple extra weeks so he could let his foot heal more, but the reason he's not doing it is so that he could spread the workouts out and it's less stressful. So how, 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 do you know how many workouts? Well, I know that more than two dozen teams have expressed an interest in him, and my guess is, for, you know, talking to a few people around it, he'll probably take about eight to ten workouts. But, like, really, we've spoken to both Dave and I have spoken to some personnel people around the NFL in the last couple of days, and they have reiterated that, yeah, there is a market for this guy. So, you know, will it be the right situation? We'll find out, but I, I don't think there's going to be a shortage of interest for Nathan. And then Bo Levi Mitchell being traded to Hamilton, or his rights that's being traded a, to Hamilton surprising. on Monday. Uh, no, I, I knew it was going to happen that one of the teams involved was going to trade okay, for his rights. Okay, That's standard. Did I, again, did I think it happened this quick? Right? They try to have a news blackout during Grey Cup week, and technically the week begins when the teams arrive. Yeah. So Monday was that little gray area, and Hamilton kind of swooped in and did that. And so uh, that was interesting because really there's going to be a complete domino, right, when you look at the quarterback situation. And I know Moj gets tired when we talk about quarterbacks because he wants to talk D-linemen. <laughs> but it it does it does uh, get – there's a trickle-down effect in musical chairs for all of it because if Nathan goes – we assume BC is going to go with Vernon Adams, but they probably bring another guy. Yeah, it's going to have to be another right, guy to work yeah. with him. If you're Hamilton, you you probably close the door on Dane Evans, even though they say they haven't. When you go out and acquire Bo Levi Mitchell's rights, that probably tells you something about Dane Evans. Sask still has to make a decision at quarterback. Uh, Trevor Harris is now going to be a free agent in Montreal. Uh, the, you know, so there's a number of these uh, teams and moves. Cody uh, Fajardo. Cody Fajardo. Uh, you know, and then coaching right uh, Ottawa. As we move forward here, right, they haven't asked for permission to talk to anybody yet, uh, but they're going to. There's Bo, by the way. We were just talking about him floating <laughs> through the lobby. Um, but uh, they haven't asked for permission to talk to coaches yet, but they're going to, right? I thought maybe they would get started with Hamilton and Calgary coaches, but they're going to wait until this game's over, and then if they want to go out and ask Buck Pierce, they can do that. So, What's your guess there? I think if I were to, if I were to pick... Front runners right now, I would probably put Mark Washington and Kahari Jones at the top yeah. of the list. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good combination there. Yeah, you know, and, and I think Mark Killam from Calgary will get consideration. I think Bobby Dice, who's the special teams coordinator in Ottawa right now, is going to get some consideration. Um, hey. You know, and then they probably just kind of cursory interviews to other people. But what I about Montreal Machocha? Think he sticks around? I think Jason Moss ends up there. That's yeah, but how do you how do you do? I think midseason we all thought that. Yeah, right. Like we all thought he was going to go from Sass, but now you missed the playoffs. You your your season completely fell off a cliff. Yes, I know the O line was a problem. You clearly got the worst out of the quarterback. All those things, and now you got to sell him as your head coach in Montreal. I think if I think again when that no. first happened, I get it. But when when Kahari got fired and Machocha took over, I saw that coming. But the way the season went for Sask, I think that's difficult, right? So, uh, will it be Jason Moss? I don't know. This segment of Live from Regina is presented by JM Media. Marketing a business can be challenging. Digital, social, radio, TV. JM Media makes all major advertising available at affordable rates. Check them out, jmmedia.ca. Before we get to the game, we touched on a lot of the off-the-field stories around the league. Of course, all of us uh, are, are here as, well, two of us are at least representatives of the Lions and the team that we cover. And, of course, you're always in Vancouver doing the games. But, you know, fellas, we talk about Nathan Work, but, you know, some of the other issues with this team, 
Some of the free agents, right? Um, to me, probably one of the bigger ones is Brian Burnham and his future. Uh, I really believe I think he's going to retire when it's all said and done. But, I mean, you look at this team, Farhan, if there's one area they could probably take a hit, it's receiver considering the emergence of Hollins and Hatcher this year. Plus, they got guys like Jamarius Way and Josh Pearson yeah. waiting in the wings. I, I, you know, I want you to answer, ask that, and then after that, I want you to – what because they're not, they're not far away, the Lions. So, you tell me, what, what do you think they need? Well, first of all, as far as that position, I agree with you. Burnham's a tough guy to lose because of just the culture piece and the character and that reliability, especially, you know, if you've got a quarterback and there's some questions there, always being able to lean on a guy like that is great. But when you watch Keon Hatcher play, it's Burnham 2.0. He is. Like, he does the same stuff, and he's younger, right? Um, so I don't want to see them lose Burnham, but he's their only pending free agent receiver as far as the starters go. So, you know, that probably is an easy move to make. I think deep down he wants to play still. But depending on what happens with the foster kids, if they're in a position to adopt at that point, you don't want to leave Aubrey with three kids yeah, that's running back here for, for eight months. That's tough. Um, but in, in terms of areas of need, honestly, I think the two biggest areas of need are on the defensive side of the ball. I think they have a, they have a need at defensive line. When you watch that Winnipeg game and when you yeah. watch it from the line of scrimmage guys at field yeah. level, like they're not stout enough. They're not I, stout enough. I know I'm beating a dead horse, but I, I just always think to myself, what a difference Stove Richardson would have been oh, in Oh, no question. He and would have ma- massive difference. Adam Bighill, the week of the game, was talking to us about how different Winnipeg's defense was without Stove Richardson. And, you know, he was basically saying we were better a year ago, right, because of, of who, what he was able to do, and he just does freaky, unnatural things. And then, honestly, I think the secondary could improve because I'm surprised at some of the names that were all-stars on that list, right? Like Gary Peters, for sure, but Marcus Sales and Luchas Pierrefoy, I'm not I'm – not, yeah. I'm not feeling well, that. Well, T.J. Lee's a free agent, right? T.J. Lee, and I, I think that's going to get done. I know his tone was a little different as, at his availability, but um, I, I think they could improve in some areas there. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I hope they got to find a way to improve their cover teams, right? Yeah. They yeah, have that's... to find a way to improve their cover teams, and they're so heavy on the defensive side of the ball with their extra personnel yes. that it shouldn't be the problem that it's been. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure they're going to make the coaching change that many of us think they need to in that one area, right? So, um, you know, and usually it's defensive players that fill out those special team spots, right? So, you know, like they're committed to Canadian linebackers. What do you do with Bola Combo? Because he clearly wasn't a rotational guy at the end. He was the third. Yeah. Right? And so you've got Halatic, you've got Jordan Williams. Jordan Williams is a liability on special teams, right? They need more commitment yeah. there. Right? Okay. It's surprising, too, given his... What you know mean? Given well, what, you want to play in the NFL. You want to play in the NFL. Show you can play teams. Yeah. Well, yeah. here's the thing. When I look at teams, to me, they had some of their best special teams when they had a guy named Iraqi kicking around, right? And I think what think you he's need still a, available. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I think what you need when you look at special teams, you need that one or maybe two guys that say this is our unit and take pride in it and take ownership in it. Rolly Lambala. And yeah, and bring well, that, everyone. Isn't that, is, that Mackey? I don't know. That's I mean, David well, Matthews, if it is, do you see it in the performance of the team? Well, I mean, I, I, I see breakdowns, like you say, with like a guy like Jordan Williams. I mean, I think they're he's fast, he's strong, he can tackle. The expectation yeah, but but special is special teams is, is want to is a want to. It's exactly yeah. right. And so, how do you get how do you get that out of certain guys? Because body type wise, yeah, they think. have the guys. Yeah, for sure. There's well, then maybe lane. it goes back to scheme. Yeah, then I was going to say, then maybe it goes back to scheme. So yeah, I think those are kind of the areas. Um, you know, I like what they did with their old line. I think they probably could add one more. Whether it, you know, like depending on what they want to do with the tackles, right? Because I think there's some people who feel Fig and um, Broxton. Broxton are probably the two best tackles. Like, they could upgrade over Kent Perkins there. So, I don't know if that's a consideration. Um, but, you know, they improved a lot in the interior of that group. And 
But overall, I, I think the big area for me is on the defensive Do side. you know, it's interesting if you're thinking of the Lions going out and getting up, and maybe they sign a free agent, too. Neil McAvoy talked about their focus will be the guys that are their own free agents. But if you can bring a guy or two in, it's interesting in the sense that it becomes a destination now with Nathan Rourke, yet at the same time, maybe Nathan not. Rourke's, well, he's going to eat up a lot of that money, right? I mean, you'll probably get some back if Burnham retires, but at the same well, time. I, I, you know what? I, I, I agree with you, but what Farhan just said about the idea that there's that many teams that are interested you know what I mean? Like, you mean, I, I would imagine that Nathan realizes what he has in BC. Unless this offer that comes from the NFL is going to be rock solid. And, 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 and what, what that entails is simple. It's money. Money talks. No, it's not. It's not money. It's, it is. It is. Well, if it you're is getting as far the as guarantee. guarantee. But it's, it's also getting that path to number two. And honestly, before the injury, I thought he was gone. After the injury, I thought he'd have to wait a year. Like, go through the tryouts, but eventually sign in BC. The more people I've talked to in the last two days, I think he's going to get the right situation to go. And um, that's the worst-case scenario for the Lions because when he goes, he'll go without a contract. Whereas if they got him to a three-year or four-year extension and then he went in another year, and then if he came back, he'd be theirs. Whereas now, if he goes now without a new contract, then when he comes back in a year, if he doesn't make it and he comes back, free-for-all, right? And might he lean to BC? Sure, but free-for-all. So that's tough. All right, before we let you go, we're down to about a minute or so. Um, the game itself. Isn't this digital? There's no time constraints. We always have time constraints. Look at our producer. Remember, remember the rule. Let us do let the him, analysis. Let him do yeah, the producer. He produces. So um, you look at this game. Where do you think it's going to be won and lost? Um, I'm not sure Toronto can stop uh, Winnipeg's run game any more than, than uh, BC could, right? I think they're going to be able to lean on them. And um, honestly coaching right like if there's one area where it's really kind of mismatched a little bit you know when you look at the experience winnipeg has there there's going to be some decisions to be made at key times and they're going to make it and watch for this watch for winnipeg to use dakota prukop in this game like lapo used chris streveler in 2019 because they're going to want to take a little bit of pressure off calaris with the ankle he'll start but he's not going to be as mobile he can't, he can't be but I'm saying, like, to get a little bit more out of it and to give them something to think about, he'll get in for a couple of those plays where you're like, okay, take, get the sneak, then stay in for a couple of plays. Yeah, we'll keep that defense. Right? And, and, you know, jump. there'll be a play action. Like, there'll be something in there. Watch for that in the game. I predict that's Wow, look at this. 11 minutes, and you finally had to start talking about quarterback breakdown, you too. Shocker. You guys had to get it in. Let's, uh, get a, let's do a whole other 10-minute 10, 10 section. Just talking about quarterbacks? Let's just talk quarterback. Is Moj, Moj isn't allowed on the no. second. <laughs> yeah, no. You guys can just – hey, you do the extras and uh, intros. Hey, um, before we let you go, place drop for me, please. Where are you going? What's next? Uh, YVR. Come on. No, I have n- nothing scheduled. It's coming, but uh, like there will be NFL trips now that this is over, but nothing scheduled. He's, he's the master of the place job. Yeah, but oh, I, you I know, next week uh, we'll, we'll be in Miami next week and uh, NCAA game, and then uh, we'll be. I wasn't doing to Green that. Bay. Final four. Yeah, but I don't know which game yet. Okay. Can you? Uh, hey, can you? I don't uh, know which uh, semi hey, I'm doing. Can you uh, go down and cover a tryout? Uh, it, <laughs> the team. No, the truth is I would, but the NFL teams won't allow. I was going to say they. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they would allow that. Will they? No. Farhan, thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Anytime, buddy. boys. We'll take a quick break on the other side. Much more coming up. You're listening to Live from Regina, presented by Resurrection Spirits on the BC Lions Audio Network. This season, we made a promise to you, the fans. The fans who've always been there. Fans who've come and gone. Fans we haven't met yet. This would be the year where you roar like never before. We brought the action. You brought the passion. 
and we can't wait to show you what's in store. Join the Pride in 2023 with the best pricing of the year. Season tickets starting at $20 a game. Learn more at bclines.com. Looking for tires? Looking to meet your automotive needs? Looking for great service? Well, it's the Moj, and whenever it comes to tires or meeting those automotive needs, I only send my friends to one place, OK Tire and Langley. OK Tire and Langley is more than just tires. It's about complete automotive care, and it's about being treated right by my good friends, the Delaney family. Delaney's OK Tire and Langley, 19863 Fraser Highway, or call them at 604-530-2545. Score with the BC Lions and Johnson Meyer Insurance. Since 1973, there's only one name you need to know in BC to save money on all your insurance needs. Johnson Meyer. From phone quotes to online auto plan renewals, Johnson Meyer's convenient website has everything you'll need. They also have home, condo, business insurance, and yes, it's time to renew your travel policy too. Visit them at jmins.com or drop into one of their 45 offices today. Go Lions, go! Hey, it's Julio Caravada here. You've heard Moj and I talk about Resurrection Spirits in East Vancouver for the past two seasons. Now they want to treat you and all the great Lions fans. All you have to do is show up at Resurrection Spirits Tasting Room and say you heard about them from Moj or Julio, and your first cocktail is on the house. Some conditions will apply. And with the holidays just around the corner, make sure you book your Christmas party as soon as possible. Plus, they have a great variety of gift baskets for your clients and friends. For tasting room hours and more information, check them out at resurrectionspirits.ca. Welcome back. This is our coverage of the big game Sunday featuring the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Toronto Argonauts. It's the Moj, Bob Marjanovic, Julio Caravetta, and a big thank you to Resurrection Spirits, Mark Whittle, our title sponsor. This segment of Live from Regina, presented by the BC Construction Safety Alliance, offering resources, training, consultation, and much more. Visit bccsa.ca, the BC Construction Safety Alliance, making safety simpler. And our next guest is a man who doesn't need much of an introduction. He is Andrew goat. Harris. The GOAT. The GOAT. Great to see you guys. Nice to see you, my friend. You know, it's funny that they had something this year. Who is it, the 1,000-yard rusher? Oh, Oliveira. And they're talking about all these rushers, you know, Canadians and 1,000-yard rushing seasons. And I think you had, what, four, five? Is it? Uh, yeah, I was 12, 13. Actually, no, 13. I had yeah. 998, and then 14. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, four or five. Given your yeah. rivalry with John Cornish, you're going to love this line because yeah. I think Cornish only had two. Yeah. And I said, if you ask Cornish, he had eight. But anyway. Well, he, well, he, he also had an 18 yard, 1800 yard season, too. So, you know, he, when he had his uh, big, big seasons, he really went off. So You yeah. should have had, you, I'm just looking at your numbers now 998. 1,039, 974, 1035, 1390. I know those damn OCs that just don't want to put me Come in uh, those last games and give me that. Uh, those that bonus. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny, actually, because the, uh, the 998 was uh, Jock Chapdelaine. I uh, was the OC that year. Yeah. And I remember the play vividly. It was at the end of the season, I, and I had a, had a gap in the A gap, and I went to go cut it outside. And uh, anyways, I came off the field, and he's like, said to me, did, did – the thousand yards was that, was that did that come into your mind on that on that play? And I ended up losing yards on that play, and uh, so I, I think, remember that vaguely. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so I, I ended up I was probably at nine ninety nine or something. Went down to nine ninety eight, and um, and that was the last series. You didn't get back in. That was the last series of the of the of the, Game. Of the season. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. So and then and then the one uh, it was in Ottawa. We uh, were we're beating we're beating the hell out of Ottawa, and uh, third quarter comes. 
throwing the ball to Dressler because Dressler was close to 1,000. Lapalise is throwing the, throwing the Dressler. The three the, uh, that's his boy, right? And then uh, we get to the fourth quarter. He pulls me out and then starts pounding the rock with their back of, uh, running no. back. And I was like, oh, he's like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm like, come on, man. Hey, but you, it's all good, though. You're 35 now. We were talking about this, you know, a couple of days ago. But, man, um, 35, and it just seems like yesterday you were playing for the Vancouver Island Junior Raiders and, yeah. you know, with the Lions and trying to, to work your way in and that great cup season of 2011. Has it been a blur for you? Honestly, it's, it's – uh, it's been a journey, but it's it's gone by so quickly. And uh, I mean, I'm just even even just thinking. We were talking earlier to you guys, and I had my daughter in 2008, just when I kind of came on, and she's you know in high school now, and and you know just had had my baby, you know last week, another baby last week, and you know it's just crazy how life just kind of goes on, and you just you know keep 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 stepping on, and and all these great moments and great memories come by, and you meet all these great people, and. And you're like, where did it go? Where'd the time go? You know, but uh, definitely, definitely a lot of great, uh, a lot of great I, stories and, and people along the way. And uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just soaking in every moment now. I can still remember that training camp where you came out of junior. Yeah. You had a very, very good training camp. You remember that? Yeah. And a lot of people were saying, and I think I might have been on the top of that list that were saying that you should, you should have made that team. Yeah. But I want to talk about the fact that that year you came back, you were on the practice roster. You were still playing over on the island, if oh. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that was so it was – I know you were doing a lot of traveling and stuff like that, but you played slot back, yeah. and then they moved you to safety. And I know probably at the time that you were probably pissed off about it, but as you look back, I think one of the things that everybody that knows you and has watched you play, they'll all say the same, is that not only are you a great runner, but you're, you're a smart football player, that you you understand the game. Like you don't, It's not just about from the running back's perspective. You understand the whole system. Where everyone's supposed to do, and did that? I want to think. Looking back, did that experience as a slot back and as a safety really kind of, as you look back, add to that kind of where you had that experience of understanding what those other positions were about? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, playing playing junior running back to CFL running back is is a massive leap. But then having to switch positions and learn a whole new position is is a complete different uh, bag of worms. So once I once I understood or, or got the slot back position under wraps. I got a bigger grasp of what everyone was doing, and uh, that was kind of the emergence of Lule, and you know, a lot of a lot of our big plays and, and yardage came from those checkdowns, yeah. stuff, right? So I had, had a lot of big uh, receiving years, but understanding where the soft zones were going to be, where the little pockets were from checkdowns, um, so that 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 helped me evolve. It, it helped me evolve from my from my catching abilities. You know, I remember just being on exercise balls with Jock just throwing balls at me with uh, one eye closed and all these different things. So I had to evolve my game. Um, from route running to catching the ball to learning learning the playbook, um, and then the safe the safety thing was just like this is crazy and uh, you know but uh, I, at that point I I didn't care I was willing to do anything to to make the team and 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 get on the squad and it didn't matter where they put me I was gonna give it my all and and show that I'm gonna put the effort in to, to do it. Andrew Harris of the Toronto Argonauts is our guest. A lot of times as an athlete when th- something is taken away from you um, when you return you really savor it. You realize how special it is. You went through through that this year after you tore your pec, and now you've come back. How special is it for you, not only to be playing but be playing in a Grey Cup? Yeah, I mean, when I when I got hurt, I thought my season was over, and as the as the weeks went on, and you know, I got my surgery, and you know, started working on my physio. I, I took the opportunity. I could have went back home in Winnipeg, and you know, been with my daughter, and and just got back to regular life, and and call it call it a you know call it a season. I really wanted to, I, when I came to Toronto, I came out here to, to be, make an impact and help this team, you know, lead, lead from a leadership standpoint and bring experience and, and um, 
and, and help this team get to, to this game. And I, I figured if I just went home and, and kind of shut my back or turn my back on, on what I what I set out to do, I'd be, you know, let, letting them down in a way. So I also looked at it as, you know, I'm going to take this as, you know, some free work experience to, you know, get in, get in the room with the coaches and understand the game plan and, you know, be on the headsets and uh, watch how they chart plays and understand, uh, you know, the X's and O's a little more from a coaching standpoint. And within doing that, you know, I, I got a better perspective of what we're trying to do. Um, I got to know my teammates a lot more because I wasn't just, wasn't just focused on running the ball, meeting with the running backs and, and, and doing all those things. I got to I got to get with my teammates a little more, understand understand them a little more. And then when I come back now, you know, I just feel like, uh, you know, I have a better understanding of this team and, and you know, I, I was more embedded into, you know, what we're trying to do and, and understand it. And, and I think I earned a lot of a lot more respect from the guys from sh- seeing the work ethic and, and, and going forward that way. Yeah, there's full circle on this for me because we were talking to Mike Hogan earlier and he talked about your relationship with A.J. Olette and how you helped him out through the course of the year when you were hurt. And I thought to myself, it, it reminded me of 2011 when the Lions start off 0-6 and there's a bunch of guys that, you know, all of a sudden now that were starters get loose playing time. Paris Jackson was one of them, I believe. Jamal Robertson at running back. Yeah. And I remember what Jamal was like to you, and correct me if I'm wrong, but he was almost like a mentor to you. Absolutely. And, and helping you. I mean, do you kind of see that now almost full circle, like taking that lesson that you learned from Jamal and how he handled that situation of being in the lineup and applying it to yourself? Absolutely. I mean, Jamal Jamal was amazing with me until – they they moved him off. Then he was then he was not so nice to me. <laughs> I remember when they when they, they showed him the depth chart. He got up and slammed the door, and uh, you know he didn't show up for a couple of days. So yeah, but uh, but yeah, I, at first he was absolutely, and, and I think he was 34 years old or something at that yeah. time too. So uh, yeah, full circle for sure. And I mean, anytime you get someone that pay, pays it forward to you like that, you want to reciprocate that any way you can. And I mean, with Brady, with AJ, you know, when you play this game this long, you you acquire certain expertise and certain little nuggets that no one really knows and talks about and little little details that, that help you um, become an elite player and, and be successful. And uh, passing those little things off and watching them put it into fruition is, is amazing. Andrew Harris is our guest, of course, the outstanding running back of the Toronto Argonauts. This segment of Live from Regina presented by BC Construction Safety Alliance, offering resources, training, consultation, and much more. Visit bccsa.ca, the BC Construction Safety Alliance, making safety simpler. Um, it's got to feel pretty good, though, Andrew to be where you are now like you 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 know the big story was after the season last year that you know Winnipeg didn't re-sign you and and you went ahead and signed to Toronto to be back at this point to get another shot at your your former team must must feel pretty good as well yeah I'd be lying to you if I didn't say I had uh you know after I signed with Toronto I had this this November 20th game you know circled uh to be playing the Bombers because this this is an absolute dream come true of of you know just redemption you know just overall just excitement and uh you know they're the best of the best and you know uh, especially from being there you know how in the in the upbringing of the culture and and um you know the play and and getting uh, knowing all the guys and, and, and being in that locker room um it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun day on sunday i'll tell you that much you know it's interesting they saw they say some things are personal some things are business is this personal uh it's it's both it's both and i mean uh I, i'm i'm a competitor and uh I love to compete, and you know they've been the best of the best for the last two years. And uh, coming from being a part of that, 
um, you know, I want to take that away now. So I'm excited to, take, have, to have that opportunity. They, one of the things they talk about there, and they proved it last week, was their ability to run the ball. Yeah, I think absolutely. you guys would be in the exact same category. That your ability to run the ball is going to be a big, big factor in this football game. For sure. you got to be able to run the ball when they know you're running. And, you know, Winnipeg's been doing an amazing job of that all season and they have for the longest time. You know, Marty Costello over there does a great job in the O-line, uh, in, the, in the run game. And those uh, five, six guys that block for the backs are, are absolute beasts. And, uh, you know, I, I know their energy. They come to it every day, and, and they take pride in, you know, those fourth quarters when, you know, the, the, the defense knows it's coming down their throat. And, you know, you're, you're, you're moving a grown man out of, out, out of his way to, uh, to, to acquire a first down. It's, 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 it's a beautiful thing. But, uh, yeah, we, we have to be in our P's and Q's. And one of the biggest things we need to do is, is control the, uh, the line of scrimmage and, and the time clock, you know. We need to be. We need to keep Zach Claris off the field. We need to keep Brady off the field, and we need to chew that clock up and and you know end every every uh, drive with the kick. Um, we were just talking to uh, Davis Sanchez, and and I'm sure you guys have probably talked about it, but Zach Claris didn't didn't practice today. Yeah. Um, and that's 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 a pretty big component of what they do. Does that affect? the way you guys are preparing or is it just hey listen we're going to do our thing and then whatever happens on their end we'll see it happen on Sunday yeah I mean we're obviously looking at it and, and paying attention to it but it's not going to change our mindset and, and the way we're attacking things for sure um, you know obviously he's, he's a he's a great he's a game breaker and makes a big difference in, in what they do but we, we have to focus on ourselves and you know my, my biggest thing I, I just hope that he's good you know I, I want to see him on the field I mean obviously it gives plays into our advantage if he's not but you know uh Zach's a great guy, and he deserves to be playing in this game because he's had an outstanding season, and it'd be a, it'd be a shame um, if he wasn't able to suit up. If you win that game on Sunday, and, okay, let's say when you win that game on Sunday, yeah, yeah. as we go positive thinking with you, what type of motion do you think you'll have? Uh, I mean, one of the biggest things will be what, what else can I do now, you know? What else what else can I accomplish? And uh, that'll be the next kind of conversation with myself and after I enjoy it with my teammates and stuff. But, uh, you know, I, I just think it's, you know, them first, you know, again, coming to a new team, a new band of brothers and, and you know, creating the, the friendships and, and the trust and confidence, you know, th that's why football is the best game in the world because there's 70 guys, it's such a big team and you're, you're all you're all come together every week to go to war and everyone has their role and their specific role and they have to play that role and do their job and, you know, you think of the O-line, they have their back to the quarterback. They, they, don't even, they don't even see where the ball is, and they're just out there sacrificing themselves. And, you know, it's just, it's just it's a, it's a beautiful game. And, and, you know, just honoring those guys um, for all the play, that, all the things they've done all year and, um, and just making, making sure that I can do whatever I can to help impact to get a positive outcome. Given what you just said, what's there left to do? do is the R word kind of lurking <laughs> around a little bit? Uh, like relax or not? Yeah. <laughs> now talking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah relaxing yeah, yeah. is called retirement, yeah, yeah, my friend. No, no, no. I'm, I'm bugging you, Ben. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. My body still feels like I can still play, but at that at 36 year old running back is uh, is pushing it now. But uh, yeah, we'll see. I I, I still got to figure out what I want to do after, and that's another question mark. So. You know, there'll definitely be some soul searching after after the season, uh, regardless of the outcome on Sunday. Well, man, whatever happens on Sunday, it's been a hell of a ride. Three Grey Cup championships to your credit already. And for a kid that came into this league and kind of, you know, was a pioneer for a Canadian running back back in the day, uh, and to see other guys follow in your footsteps, it's amazing. And congratulations yeah. either way. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Not bad for a guy who's supposed to be a safety, eh, Julio? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I know. I, I sometimes wonder, like, what, where, where, where my career gone if I would have, you know, been playing behind Jerry LaRose and, you know, or you know, just it's just it's insane, you know. But uh, it's it's honestly special to, you know, 
I've known you guys from from the get-go and, and you know, still be able to connect with you guys and, and have chats. So awesome. I appreciate awesome. you guys. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it, Andrew. Right. Andrew you. Harris of the Toronto Argonauts, uh, our guest. Much more coming up. You're listening to Live from Regina, presented by Resurrection Spirits on the BC Lions Audio Network. If you're a construction contractor in BC, you're automatically a member of the BC Construction Safety Alliance. The BC CSA, representing all areas of industry, offers many programs and services at no cost to all construction contractors. With a mandate to promote and develop workplace safety and regulatory compliance, they offer a range of services for injury prevention and creating or enhancing a culture of safety. bccsa.ca, making safety simpler. Hey, it's Julio Caravada here. You've heard Moj and I talk about Resurrection Spirits in East Vancouver for the past two seasons. Now they want to treat you and all the great Lions fans. All you have to do is show up at Resurrection Spirits Tasting Room and say you heard about them from Moj or Julio, and your first cocktail is on the house. Some conditions will apply. And with the holidays just around the corner, make sure you book your Christmas party as soon as possible. Plus, they have a great variety of gift baskets for your clients and friends. For tasting room hours and more information, check them out at resurrectionspirits.ca. Looking for tires? Looking to meet your automotive needs? Looking for great service? Well, it's the Moj, and whenever it comes to tires or meeting those automotive needs, I only send my friends to one place, OK Tire and Langley. OK Tire and Langley is more than just tires. It's about complete automotive care, and it's about being treated right by my good friends, the Delaney family. Delaney's OK Tire and Langley, 19863 Fraser Highway, or call them at 604-530-2545. Your business or startup is doing well, but you need more. More customers, more brand recognition, more engagement. You need JM Media. Digital, social, print, broadcast, even sports marketing and sponsorship. JM Media delivers custom, integrated marketing solutions that drive results and save you money. You focus on what you do best. Let JM Media take care of the rest. JM Media, making advertising easy. Get started today at jmmedia.ca. Welcome to our coverage of the Grey Cup game featuring the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Toronto Argonauts. It's the Moj, Bob Marjanovic with you. And a reminder, all of our live coverage from Regina brought to you by the good folks at Resurrection Spirits, Mark Woodall and his crew. Part of the festivities today, a media availability session with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. We're going to hear from their offensive coordinator, Buck Pierce, and their starting middle linebacker, Adam Big Hill, of course, both with BC Connections, both former Lions, both former Grey Cup champions with the Lions. We started off our interview with Adam Big Hill, asking him about, well, the fact that he kind of has to pinch himself. Year number 12 in the CFL, three consecutive Grey Cup appearances with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and a three-time Grey Cup champion. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I never anticipated what this journey would look like coming out of college, um, but it's been the best ever. I mean, you uh, you couldn't write the story much better than where it is now. I mean, honestly, it's um, it's been special. Um, you know, the one thing I always just always wanted was an opportunity. You know, give me the opportunity and let me take advantage of it. And that's kind of, you know, that's a, the story of my CFL career. Just give me the opportunity and, and, and run with it. And, you know, every year I've found ways to get better and improve. And, you know, it's just getting to this point now. It's You ref- reflect back on the work and the growth. Uh, you know, the successes, the failures, and, you know, it's overall it's been an upward trajectory of, of building myself as a football player and a person, right? So, um, you know, look back, it's been, it's been fun. 
Adam, when you look at this team, everyone talks about the talent, but they also talk about the chemistry, the family, the togetherness that you have. I mean, you did a great trailer prior to the Western Final. Where does that start? Where's the genesis of this whole family environment that you have with the Bombers? You know, it really starts with Osh just because, you know, he is a family guy. He grew up with a family blob playing. And like, you know, he's just... He, he sets the tone for, for our team and, and really the foundations of principles of what's important, right? And, you know, he's made it clear that family is, is a foundational principle of what's important. The guys in the locker room, you know, are part of your family. And, um, you know, so it absolutely starts with him. Played with a great cup championship team in BC. What common denominators do you see between that team that you played on and this Winnipeg team that's now appearing in its third straight great cup game? Well, it's got to be veteran leadership. In 2011, NBC, there was there was a lot of veterans from, you know, G. Roy, uh, you know, Paris Jackson, Jackson, David Sanchez, Brent Johnson, um, you know, uh, Corey Banks, uh, Ryan Phillips, Jason Rackey. I mean, you know, you can keep going down the line. Like, there's a lot of guys on that team that were veterans that, that knew how to win. We you know, we brought in some much more guys that were were critical to the pieces there, you know, um, with uh, Arlan and, and Tag Cornegay. Like, just, we had a big veteran presence, and, you know, it's much of the same thing here. We have a great veteran crew. Um, you know, those would be the similarities for sure. Adam, you look at this game as we get to the X's and O's. What are some of the things that you guys got? What boxes do you have to tick? on Sunday to walk away with a great cup win? Yeah, no, I mean, it always starts on first down, winning first down. And, you know, I mean, we know that they, they're going to probably want to run the football. I mean, so it starts with stopping the run um, and uh, creating favorable second down positions for ourselves. And, and from there, that's where we kind of get to have fun and, and, and get after the quarterback and, and focus on getting off the field. So the first box is stopping the run. The second box is, you know, making sure that's winning first down on all situations and second you know, next box would be, you know, taking advantage of our second down opportunities for takeaways and, and big plays. So, um, you know, if we do those things, we're going to give our offense lots of chance at good field position, you know, from takeaways or, or punts. And, um, you know, from, from that standpoint, defensively, that's what it's going to take. How much fun is it going to be for you going mano on mano with Andrew Harris? It's going to be great. I mean, it's, uh, I've always said he's an ultimate competitor. I know him very, very well. I mean, uh, I know what he's thinking. I know what he wants to do. I know how much it means to him. I know, I know exactly what this is all about, you know. And um, from that standpoint, you know, it's going to be a fun. It's going to be fun for us to compete. You know, it's it's going to be it's going to be a battle. Well, Biggie, got all the fans back in BC wishing you the best, and uh, thanks for doing this. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Great stuff with Adam Big Hill, the starting middle linebacker of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and what a great career he has had in. Without a doubt, when it's all said and done, he will be a member of the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. Of course, Adam Big Hill is a former BC Lion. Another former BC Lion is a key part of this Winnipeg Blue Bomber team. He is Buck Pierce, their offensive coordinator, who won a great cup with the Lions way back in 2006. Played for the Lions from 2005 all the way through 2009. Then moved to Winnipeg, where he was starting quarterback for the Bombers from 2010 through 2013. And finished in BC in 2013. And we all know about Buck, his career, just a, a great player. Unfortunately, injuries really derailed his career. Um, but yet, still, 
a solid career in the Canadian Football League. And we had an opportunity to talk to Buck and ask him about whether or not he's had a chance to kind of reflect back and think about all those years way back when he was a member of the Lions and to where he is today as the offensive coordinator of this juggernaut Winnipeg team. Uh, it's exciting. I mean, I'm so blessed. and just I, I've loved, um, you know, every every day that I've been involved with the CFL. Uh, you know, fell in love with the game, you know, when I came up here. I, I still very vividly remember Neil McAvoy picking me up from the airport before quarterback school and training camp in 2005 and driving me to the facility and you know I'm asking him questions about Canada, British Columbia, the CFL and everything and uh, just you know ever since that moment just you know you know really fell in love with the game um, and just I've always been a student of the game as well and always you know wanted to you know learn the whys and you know, just be a sponge and learn as much as I can. Uh, and, you know, I learned a lot of things from my time in BC around Wally, Jacques Chapdelaine, Dan DeRazio, um, you know, my time in Winnipeg around, you know, La Police and, and the other guys there. So just, you know, I think that's, it's it's pretty cool to look back on and, and, and the experiences I've I've had and, and, you know, the opportunities, you know, it's pretty special. What do you remember of your time in BC? What are some of your good memories? Well, obviously, you know, the Grey Cup in 2006, you know, that we won in Winnipeg. Um, I remember that game. All, all three quarterbacks played in that game. Uh, you know, Colt, I think it was – I think we had six field goals in that game. We had a goal line stand, you know, that we got a fumble. Uh, you know, so just, you know, some game-changing plays in that game. Also remember, you know, the seasons. Um, you know, we had some very good football teams. Offensive leadership was great. You know, veteran players. Uh so just, you know, the overall experience, you know, from my time in BC is just, you know, being around some quality individuals, you know, met a lot of friends outside of football as well. And, and uh, you know, it was just, just a great time. You talk about that 06 championship team. What common denominator do you see with that team, with the teams you currently have in Winnipeg? Well, I think just a, uh, the biggest thing is, is, you know, the closeness of the team. And, and the players, you know, they, they understand the opportunity, you know, that we have and, you know, how much sacrifice, how much work it takes to get, you know, to this point. Um, so I think they understand the stage um, and they understand how it, you know, how important it is to everybody. You know, you don't want to let your teammates down. There's a, there's a sense of accountability, you know, within the, those groups that is very noticeable, um, you know, and, Unless you've never been around that, you know, it's pretty amazing to watch and witness. You know, as, as coaches, sometimes you say, hey, you know, point them in the right direction and, and, and let them work. Zach Caleros, of course, an outstanding season. Tell us something about Zach that we don't know. Oh, man, it's, it's tough. I, I, you know, he's, he's a, a football junkie, all that kind of stuff. You know, you hear about, you know, quarterbacks. I think it's just he holds himself to such a high standard. His work ethic, not just on the field, the product you see on game day is a lot of work that he puts in to perform like he's performed the last couple of years. And as of late, I mean, the guy works. He, he works extremely hard. I mean, he's, he's got a beautiful young family, and the guy, you know, is in early, working out 
you know, treatments, making sure his teammates are watching tape with him, pulling everybody together. He has a lot of responsibilities on his plate, but you know, he understands what what his role is and what his job is, and and he does it as good as anybody I've seen. What does your offense have to do on Sunday to be successful? You know, we get we got to play our style. Um, you know, we got to. I think every team at this at this stage. Um, you know, they find what they do well, and you lean on that a little bit. Yeah, there's going to be a couple things here and there that you try and counteract, obviously, but you lean on on the things you do well, and, and you want to put your team in, in the best possible position to go out, play fast, and win. You know, playoff games, you got to take care of the football. You know, we know how good Toronto is at taking the football away. So, you know, we got to play smart, and, you know, all the, all the cliche things you say, and you know, just be who we are. Last one before we let you go. Um, you talked about the three quarterbacks in the 06 Grey Cup. Any chance your GP has three quarterbacks come Sunday? Whatever it takes. Buck, thanks for doing this, man. you got a lot of fans back in BC and appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Good stuff with Buck Pierce. Of course, Buck with BC Connections going back to 2005. And a, a good story there from Buck talking about the fact that he was picked up at the airport by Neil McAvoy and had a great conversation trying to get educated on all things BC Lions and CFL. As for us, that is a wrap for us today. And again, a big thank you to everyone who has helped out in terms of our coverage here. Our title presenting sponsor, Mark Woodall, and the folks at Resurrection Spirits. A big thank you to Louis Garcia and the folks at the BC Construction Safety Alliance, Johnston Meyer Insurance, JM Media, and OK Tyre and Langley. Big shout out to the Delaney's and a lot of fun there. Never knew that Davis Sanchez and the Delaney's were that tight. But again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being part of this episode. We will continue to provide all of the coverage from Regina with more episodes tomorrow.